Corey Walsh podcast. It is now officially called, I know, that was an intensely creative name. Once again, I hope you all are doing well with the uh, coronavirus and self-quarantining. Hopefully you all are still self-quarantining. I know many people like to uh, not do that these days, but let's just remember to be safe and uh, hopefully this podcast will pass an hour of your time until we can all be back outside again. And as usual with last week, um, we're going to have a Ram and Ryan on, and we did a, a poll on my Instagram, and we did that with 52 votes, we uh, saw that it was pretty close between movies or video games, but movies squeaked out. But don't worry, video games will be the topic next week. And afterwards from there, uh, we got some other stuff in the works, so this won't be the end of uh, the three of us debating other stuff. So without further ado, uh, why don't we get uh, a Ram and Ryan on the phone? So, uh, without further ado, why don't we get Aram and Ryan on the phone? All right, so uh, back from last week is uh, Aram and Ryan. How's uh, your week of quarantine been so far <laughs> since last time? I bet it's been action-packed. Good, Aram. I'm trying to think of an answer. Uh, let's see. It's been, uh, <laughs> it's, it's been, it's been all right. It's been nice. So, for me... It was more eventful. I was in Erie, Pennsylvania, because I had driven down to be with my dad and grandpa. And then um, this week, this past Thursday, I actually drove the 12-hour drive to North Carolina, Wilmington, North Carolina, to stay with my mother and sister, which is where I am now. Nice and warm and sunny outside, and I'll be here for uh, the foreseeable future until I go back to Chelmsford. Ripping the Chelmsford mass. (laughs) God, imagine not living in mass, being the only one. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, my uh, quarantine's been pretty boring. Uh, I had a lot of tests this week. You know, much to contrary belief, online tests are actually much harder than uh, normal tests. I have to say. Yeah, yeah, I straight up failed my my economic. I got a fifty-five, and I thought like it'd be <laughs> super easy. Wow, damn, that's definitely gonna be the thumbnail for uh, this week's podcast. I got a 55, and I thought it'd be super easy. <laughs> They'd be like, I thought we were talking about movies. No, we're talking about Haram's uh, chances of passing. Economics is there. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. New Twitter poll. Will Haram pass? That's a resounding <laughs> no from the chat. <laughs> um, all right, so we're doing movies this week because in the 52 votes that we got, um, it was a 52 to 48 split for movies to video games, which just means mo- video games is getting moved to next week. So it's not gone and forgotten. Yeah, we got we got a hundred we got a hundred votes on that thing. Oh no, 52 votes. It was a 52 to oh. 48 split in percentage. Oh, percentage, percentage. Oh, in 52 votes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're that popular. <laughs> just take it what you originally votes? said. That's not bad. Yeah, just cut it in half. Yeah, hundred hundred votes. <laughs> Hundred votes are making T-shirts. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! So uh, we decided we're gonna switch it up a tiny bit. Um, it's gonna be that no snake order. It's just gonna be traditional order. And this week it's a Rom still at one because you know that makes sense. And uh, Ryan at the two, and then me at the three. And once you take a movie from a series, that series is gone, and no one can have it. And with that said, uh. We ready to get started? Yeet. All right, Aram, why don't you just knock our socks off again with your what? Your okay. first pick. Number one, The Godfather. Um, the first one? My first pick? What, the, the first Godfather. Yeah, Godfather Part 1. 
Oh. Yes. Um, tough pick between part one and part two, but I think part one just just kind of wins because of originality. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's arguably greatest movie of all time. Um, takes you into the mob family of the Corleones. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like swept boards in terms of awards. I don't know. It's just a great movie. What what really differentiated it from the second one to why you picked it? Um, I think because of originality. Otherwise, like I think I would have. It's 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 a tough pick between part one and part two because part two goes into a young Vito Corleone's life and has Robert De Niro playing it and he's just a savage in it. Um, but number one kind of focuses on like the the initial falling apart of the Corleone family and then Michael kind of taking over and unexpectedly taking over and just at, at first kind of being the innocent child that his dad did not want him to get involved into the family business and then comes back from Italy after assassinating um, a crooked police chief and kind of just takes over. Ryan, you seem kind of surprised that he picked one. Why, why was that? It's just like Godfather 2 is like uh, like heavily associated as like the, like one, like you know probably the best movie of all time. So that's why I'm a little surprised. Do you feel like it's the the best, the better of the two? I mean, like movie wise, yeah. But I understand why you take the first one as opposed to like the second one <laughs> in reference to just like this is what you're gonna be watching for all time. Like yeah. picking an introduction makes sense, I suppose. I think on like IMDb, like Godfather Part One is. Number one, but Godfather the Part Two is like in the top ten as well. Um, um, check you on that because I'm pretty sure okay. the IMDb top ten is uh, number one is Shawshank Redemption and number two is Ooh, um, Godfather Part Two. God, I wish I made a list. Are you sure? Godfather Part Two. Okay, I mean maybe maybe it's a different list. Maybe it's my no, list. It is. It is. You're, no, you're right. Godfather Part Two is number four. Godfather's number two. Yeah, and I, I think I mean I, I I really like Godfather Part Two, but. I think in terms of like the name, I think I mean the Godfather was made first, so I think I'm gonna go with that. I feel you. It's tough All though, because right. because Young Vito Corleone is just such a cool character. So, but yeah, I'm gonna go with that. One. I really thought you were gonna pick uh, Avatar <laughs> at the one. Wow, yeah, that would be so good. James Cameron. So, given the fact that the series are gone after one is picked from them, I'm gonna have to pick. Uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars Episode Five, because it's yes. um, largely associated to be the best Star Wars movie. It's my probably my favorite um, of them all. Um, yeah, it's just got a lot going for it. Um, between uh, Cloud City and um, the Battle of Hoth, which is awesome. And then you yep. get to hear Leia call um, Han Solo and scruffy-looking Nerf Herder. <laughs> Colin, if you look in. It's also got Yoda, too, which is it does it probably why, why I'd pick it as the... I thought you said you picked one. pretty hype. Arama, yeah. I thought you were going to pick Rogue One. Well, I mean, I would pick Rogue One just because... Um, I don't know why I'd pick Rogue One. I'd probably pick Empire Strikes Back, actually. <laughs> If if listeners haven't realized, you also, you also is... have the, the, the greatest reveal in cinema history: Darth Vader being uh, oh, sad. Yeah. Spoilers! No. Yeah. Yeah, spoiler Wait, alert. 
Dude, no. Yeah. That no. My bad. No, no. Sorry, I th- I forgot this was a spoiler free. Uh, but I, guess I thought Chewbacca was that. Damn it, dude. Oh no, dude. Next thing you're gonna say is that Luke and Leia are lovers. Lovers? No. Brother and sister? Is that? Oh, weird? dude. Oh my God! More spoilers. Dude, <laughs> oh, that movie just came out. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Aram, respect okay. the privacy. Yeah. So Empire Strikes Back would be my first one. All right. Um, I was gonna uh, be very. Uh, I was gonna pick other movies before this, but because I do want it, and I feel like people will take it eventually, um, I'm gonna go for John Wick too. Nice. Um, I felt nice, nice. like uh, John Wick One obviously is really good. It sets up like the it kind of like paved the road for two yeah. because two is infinitely better than one. I think. I mean, let's be honest. The plot for John Wick is always pretty bad. <laughs> my, bad dude. He k- k- killed his dog. My he dog got killed. Stopped his dog, dude. Yeah, first his dog dies, and now his house got destroyed. So <laughs> now he's uh he's angry. He's angry. It's just infinitely <laughs> I, more action filled, which you didn't think would happen in a John Wick film. I think it showed that there was like eighty more deaths in the second one than there was in the first one. And uh, yeah, no spoiler alert. There's people who die in John Wick. Um, and also, um, who? Oh shoot, who was uh the rapper that was also in this? Uh, uh, his like enemy agent that he was that was trying to kill him the whole time. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, I do. Sure. Yeah, he was pretty cool in the movie, and then it ends so well going into three, which I haven't seen three yet, but that's uh for reasons that I just. Oh, John John McBride is also sick. Would you say it's better than two? Am I missing out? <laughs> uh, I, I, probably not. Like John Wick Two is like really, really good, but John Wick Three is also just like really, really good. They do a lot of like, the, say like the what is it? The, the Continental, like the that's the name of the hotel. What's the name of like the 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 underground society? What do they call it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but like that that whole underground like crime world is actually really cool in John Wick. Yeah, did you know they're making a Continental TV show? Are you serious? Yeah, it's going to be a whole show in the John Wick universe based on in the Continental. That's pretty sweet, actually. Yeah, that's going to be pretty hype. All right, Aram, what do you got? That's a good one. Um, Yeah, I'm going to pick probably my favorite movie, uh, The Shawshank Redemption. Um, I think it's a a pretty cool uh, prison break movie. I mean, it gets kind of lucky by being placed right next to like the pipes. But um, yeah, it, there's actually a quote in the movie where Andy Dufresne's like, uh, "Well, I mean, I wasn't actually, I didn't actually commit the murder, but I came to jail and um, I became a criminal, like inside jail." So I mean, it's it's a good, it's a cool character development on Andy Dufresne. Also, has Morgan Freeman in it, so you know you can't can't miss out on Morgan Freeman. Um, also, uh, get to see a lot of what's wrong with uh, the American prison system. With the, yeah, the corrupt the warden. warden. The yeah, he just really screwed up. But it's a really satisfying ending. The way he like kind of gets the better of the warden in the end. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Shawshank Redemption. Nice, nice. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you got, Ryan? Um. I'm going to go with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. 
Uh, Guardians yes, and Guardians dude. of the Galaxy two are my favorite movies of all time. Um, I the first one is like is still really good. Like you get introduced to all these wonderful characters, but the second one, Ego and the whole Star Lord's dad thing is just so like it's really cool. It's like Ronan yeah. the Accuser is really cool in the comics, but he's kind of lame in the movie. If I'm being honest, like he's not like yeah, he's he's cool, but like. He's really forgettable, even though in the the comic universe of Marvel, he's like super strong. He's like one of the most powerful like single beings in the universe. But like, besides in the movie, it's like whatever. But then in uh, Guardians Two, Ego is just so dope. So like, uh, and then yeah, so that that movie is like that's why I would pick number two. Um, and then also, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Is just uh, iconic. So going with Guardians also- Two. Yondu's character, like development is is cool. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, it's like they did it's such a good job with Yondu. I love James Gunn. He's a wonderful writer. Is there a yeah. volume three coming out too? Yeah, yeah, it's in the works. Nice, 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 nice. Um, all right, for my pick, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with uh us. Good one. By uh, Jordan Peele, I was deciding between Get Out or Us. I kind of see them as like, in weird ways, sequels of another. It's just kind of like the same premise for both, in a way, because like the message usually of those uh, Jordan Peele movies is kind of the same. But they're both so good. But I think I like Us a little better because I don't know. It always I think Jordan Peele has now established his movies also as having that weird twist at the end that like completely brings the whole film together. In a twist that you kind of didn't know off of the other twist, he kind of reveals halfway through the movie. And I'm not going to spoil what makes us like the plot because it kind of would like kind of makes it have rewatchability. The uh, the ending, but yeah, yeah. Um, obviously it has like a the classic Jordan Peele mix of humor and horror at the same. I wouldn't say horror. I'd say more of a thriller, right? Like thriller and humor. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, yeah, the dad in it's really funny. He just like acts like some like regular dad, even though there's like just doppelgangers of everyone just arising up, still cracks jokes. He was pretty good, and uh, the the main girl, I forget what her name was, but she was really good because she played two roles. She played the role of her and the doppelganger in that movie, and her doppelganger was the only one who could say words outside of mumbles. So, yeah, that was a really good movie. And that's why I'll pick that over. Yeah. Us uh, was definitely another really good one. Jordan Peele is like, has his two films are just phenomenal. So and he has a third yeah. one coming, the Candyman one. Yeah, yeah, very. Uh, yeah, the the remake of that is going to be really interesting. Yeah, so, all right, around what do you got? <laughs> um, yeah, probably my second favorite movie. I'm going to go with The uh, Departed. Oh wow, I was actually going to pick that one, not this time, but like later. Damn. Yeah, no, it's. I think it was a phenomenal movie. Um, set in Boston, so yeah. Uh, and I think. <laughs> so I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think I think it's one of the one of the first movies I probably saw that I was rooting for like the good guy in the movie, and then he actually ends up dying in an unexpected way. Um, and then, like the twist at the end is is kind of cool. I mean, it's in terms of like satisfying endings, I think this is up there for me when. Uh, Dignum, Mark Wahlberg character comes back out of nowhere, just pops 
Matt Damon in the head, and then he just walks out saying nothing, and then the movie just ends. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Departed. Wow, that's a good one Chills. for sure. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with another one of my most favorite movies, uh, the Lego Movie, the first one. Absolutely incredible film. I feel like uh, all star cast. Podcast. All star cast. Um, it's got Job. <laughs> yeah, terrible mistake. It has everybody, man. That thing is just. Uh, it was just so funny. I remember when I first watched it, I was like, "Oh my god, it's gonna be amazing." Chris Pratt, I love him. And then it was even better than I could have ever hoped for. Just a, a wonderful film. Do you and, like uh, Lego Batman? Yes. I feel like people like either or more. I feel like. Uh, I like both, but the Lego movie is just like, whew, prime, prime <laughs> film. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. Um, I'm going to go for The Dark Knight with my next pick. Good one. Nice, nice, nice. Because it's definitely the best of that trilogy by far. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love hearing Bane with his muffled uh, ventilator for like, an hour but Heath Ledger as Joker is really the only thing you need to advertise that movie because his portrayal of Joker is I feel like you know people really like Joker the Joaquin Phoenix movie but I feel like Heath Ledger's is going to be like unlike matchable with the way he just he really just like you just got chills like watching him in the pencil scene I mean you can't beat the pencil scene yeah that was like a oh shit <laughs> this guy is nuts. And uh, you know, obviously uh just loved that was Bale, right? Christian Bale was Batman. Yep, Christian Bale, yeah. yep, yep, yep. He was really good in that. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's no Ben Affleck. So <laughs> Oh true. Dude, he's no George Clooney, dude. Dude, you, you... Oh wait, wait, George Clooney, dude. <laughs> wait a minute. Uh wait a minute, bro. I just actually can I uh switch this up real quick? <laughs> um uh... No, yeah, that that to me is like by far the best superhero movie I think I've watched from beginning to end. I'm not a big superhero guy, um, but that for sure was something I feel like that could appeal to all people who are, even aren't interested in the superhero atmosphere. So that's why I'm going to go for The Dark Knight. Salt pick, salt pick. You say you're not a superhero guy, but you picked John Wick too, dude. Um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with another one of my favorites. I'm gonna pick a Good Morning Vietnam. Uh, this oh. is, uh, yeah, it it's got Robin Williams, and you kind of see a serious side of him and a comedic side of him. So it's it's got a good balance of both. Um, it's about this radio show host who is sent to Vietnam to kind of bring laughter over there because it's a very it's, chipper uh, place. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of a serious place. Oh, I said during chipper. the Vietnam. I said chipper. Oh, well, I couldn't hear you. Sorry. Um, yeah, Where during the Vietnam it? War, and he actually befriends this Viet Cong um, child, but you don't know that he's a Viet Cong. He's actually te- teaching him English on the side, but then he ends up blowing up a restaurant. So it's just like a, a good twist at the end. Very sad, um, but yeah, it's a great movie. I feel like all Robin Williams movies are just so good. Like, there was no yeah, Robin man. Williams movie where you walked away and you're like, man, he was ass in that. Yeah. That's funny, dude. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to go with... Uh, so, 
Let me ask: Does Guardians count? Is is Marvel is is all Marvel out now or? Um. No. 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 Okay. Well, I'm going uh, Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Ah, oh, god damn Ooh. it! I had Infinity yeah. War on mine. A lot of people, yeah. Okay, so Infinity War probably like the better like movie, prob uh, maybe, but like Endgame just has those moments that like you're just like, holy shit, that was awesome. Uh, like the hammer um, on your left. Like so many just like different moments where you're just like, damn, that was, that was sick. That was so cool. Um, maybe 3000. Like it's just like lots, lots of emotions in that movie. Infinity War, playing. like Thanos. So like in Infinity War, Thanos is in it way more. And Thanos is just like the best character in all of the Marvel movies, honestly. Like he's just so yeah. dope. Besides maybe Iron Man. But like Thanos is just so awesome. And then in, in, the, in the last one, he kind of like, you kind of lose Thanos a little bit. Um, which is sad, but also like, like I said, those moments, those moments, the fact that it's like, three million hours long uh would keep me you know occupied for a while and plus so, you gotta watch thor play uh fortnite which is a classic oh my god so <laughs> epic dude when they when they had fortnite in the end game that was so epic uh, <laughs> slayer 69 hell yeah so yeah that's why i go with uh with end game there's just a lot of like really good moments um uh, I I I was gonna pick Infinity War because I didn't see like any of the movies leading up to Infinity War and Endgame, but I actually went to the premiere of Endgame with Ryan, so that was the most confusing experience of my lifetime. Uh, <laughs> and Infinity War to me was cool just because like you know if you felt like if you watched Infinity War you kind of grasped the plot of the previous movies in that way, but I felt kind of lost watching Endgame because there were so many moments where people were like, oh, and I was just like, what? Like the hammer thing, I was just like, oh, cool. He picked up the hammer. And then Ryan was like, that was foreshadowed. It's it's really heavy, dude. (laughs) That's why why everyone was so like, whoa, that's crazy. It's because it's really heavy. Like, I didn't. I, I knew Captain America was strong, but I didn't know he could lift that up. That's a really heavy hammer. <laughs> and he was like, "I've been doing forcep curls downstairs while Thor's been playing Fortnite." Dude, and the ending of Endgame was was an emotional yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a good yeah. ending. Yeah, once again, didn't see it anything before that, so it wasn't that attached. <clears throat> All right, <laughs> but I was gonna pick Infinity War. So, what's your actual pick? Um, uh, now I'm going to go towards the comedy side and I'm going to go for, uh, I'm going to go for the other guys. <laughs> Such I, a quotable movie. I love this movie. And it was like, I knew I loved it, but I haven't seen it for a while. And then this past semester, I watched it with, uh, Aram a little bit, nice. but mostly with, uh, like our suite. And I forgot how many moments in this movie I love. I think ever since then, me and Aram have said, uh, aim for the bushes to each other at least like 10 times. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? (laughs) Oh, damn. They cut the cord. These guys are good. Dude, this other guys is such a quotable movie. Dude, what the hell? I'm Derek Jeter. (laughs) (laughs) You should have shot A-Rod. At least shoot A-Rod. Mark Wahlberg is so funny in this movie. It was like, Mark Wahlberg's been in a lot of comedies. I haven't been a fan of like a majority of them, but this one is definitely my favorite. And obviously Will Ferrell getting thrusted into a comedy it just means it's going to be yeah. it's like it's not as brain dead humor as most of Will Ferrell's comedies are but like it's yeah. like it has a level of intelligence to it that I really like also Dirty Mike and the Boys so I feel like that's <laughs> been referenced for as long as I've like since that movie's come out Dirty Mike and the Boys will at least come out at some point 
It will have sex in your car. It will happen again. <laughs> F you, Dirty Randy. <laughs> and uh, yeah. bye, Sheila. And yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's why I'm going with the other guys. Yeah. All right, around. Oh, uh, it's my turn. Yep. Right. Yes. Like it has um, been for the past few times. Oh shit, you're right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so I picked a solid Rob Williams movie. I'm gonna go with a, another one, another one of my favorites of his. Deadpool. Pick Good Will Hunting. Good Will Hunting. You're on um, a train and just Boston. It's almost like Christ. you're from Mass and you live like right next to it. I wonder what your attachment is to these Boston films. I love Harvard Square, but this movie's set in Harvard Square. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Um, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like I think Robin Williams' character in this movie is such a good, happy like true soul and it's like yeah. something that like i think i would i would i would like strive to be um that movie has like some of the best like just monologues yeah. from any character ever yeah when rob williams just he has like a few of them too in the movie that really just yeah i feel like he just understands life in the movie um and and his his like attempt to like reach out to will hunting is just so pure and I feel like no one else understood in that movie, and I think he just did, did the did the work and like you know like it like saved someone's life. I think um, and it has Ben Affleck and Casey Affleck, two true two like real brothers. So like I'm noticing you know. such a strong similarity between Rob's like past three movies. <laughs> it has to have Boston or Robin Williams or Ben Affleck. All right, thank you. Wait, this is the first movie I picked Ben Affleck, bro. What, what are you talking oh, about? Oh wait, no, that was my bad. I thought uh, I said Ben Affleck. Oh no, I said Ben Affleck for uh, for Batman. Yeah, wow. Oh yeah, the best. My favorite Batman. I think it's it just is. A Val Kilmer. You know, Ryan like asked for uh, Ben Affleck's autograph via DM after watching that. Yeah, no, I, I totally did, dude. <laughs> I, I love I love Batman vs Superman. I, I thought it was pretty and entertaining. Just, and Justice League. <laughs> you, I'm noticing the passion in your voice right now, and it's really yeah. it's gripping. Yeah, like relax a little bit, dude. <laughs> like your fanboy. Yeah, a little so hard you right need now. to calm down. Let me let me take yeah. a breath, guys. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, All right very good movie. Uh, but I'm going with uh, Django Unchained. Um, I've wanted to see that movie. My... When I was looking up the list, oh, I was like, "This looks so, so good. good, man! That movie is awesome." Um, that's probably my favorite uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. Um, yeah. Very, very good. It's like so. My first time watching that actually, when I was in high school, I was like, "This is like kind of dumb." But then when I went back and like watched it again, I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit! This movie's amazing!" It's just like. When when Django says I can wear anything, and then he comes in on the like the, the fluffy blue like suit, yeah. it's so funny, and all the blood is so over the top and crazy, and you're just like, oh my god, this movie's insane, and it's just I don't know. And Christoph Waltz is just a, like one of the best actors like around right now, and he, this, yeah. this movie no exception, he's so awesome as the dentist, the bounty hunter dentist. Um, so I, I, yeah, yeah Doctor Schultz is a great character. Oh yeah, that movie's yeah. badass. So it's like. It's just so awesome. And then, like, Samuel L. Jackson, obviously, really good again. The Uncle Tom character who gets his in the end is just so dope. And Leonardo DiCaprio, everyone talks about, yo, he actually hurt his hand. But, like, the fact that that's true is, is crazy. And then his, like, like uh, Candy, the slave owner, the, the plantation owner, is just, like, 
really like he's scary and like when he when he like dies you're just like fuck yeah that's awesome <laughs> so um yeah that that movie is like is really good um and i love tarantino my mom and i actually lost um watched uh, once upon a time in hollywood last night another really good movie oh i really want to see that too yeah. i've heard that's very mixed though like i've heard people either love it or hate it oh i i, I loved it I, I thought it was like hilarious and like and like really well done it's just, it's definitely like different and like kind of strange and like a weird weird thing for a movie, but like I I like it a lot. Yeah, because like the whole time you're supposed to think that like the movie's about uh, uh yeah the, the Manson the Manson family murders of Sharon Tate and everybody. Yeah. yeah, and then it turns out like Margot Robbie was the main character you're supposed to be watching like the whole time. Uh, yeah. all right, I'm gonna go with um. I'm gonna keep going with uh, what you've what Ryan started with Quentin Tarantino. I'm going with Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Um, that's a movie just like what Ryan said, but like the first time I watched it when I was like eight, I was like, "What the hell is this?" Like the plot was like <laughs> eight. That's <laughs> or ten. I don't know. My parents were somewhat lenient with movies. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna just say that uh, I was just like, this plot's like all over the place. And, you know, it's one of those things where you rewatch it and it's one of the, like, you you get to appreciate how the plot kind of all comes together at the end. And I still don't know what's in the briefcase after all this time. Maybe it's a Kahuna burger. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that opening, though, with Travolta and Jackson. A Kahuna oh, yeah. burger. <laughs> no, very, very good movie, for sure. Right, yeah, dude, honestly, got... Bruce Willis was class in that movie. And then it um, turned into Limitless. Yeah, <laughs> what everyone and then the looper, <laughs> and then split. Um, actually, it's funny. I was gonna, I was gonna pick a different Tarantino movie. Um, I guess I'll keep it going. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Res. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Reservoir Dogs. That was yeah. That was the first Tarantino movie I'd ever seen, and it was very good. I've yeah. never even heard um, of it. I think, do highly recommend. It's. Is it? There's a there's a cool twist. Uh, it's about like a couple uh, six criminals. Um, they have to like do this heist, and they realize that they can, like get set up at some point. There's like a a traitor in their group, and like they have they have to like shoot their way out. Um, and then like the, dude, the scene in the warehouse where they cut like the cop's ear off is just such a brutal and like gross scene. But like, I don't know. I think yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Reservoir Dogs. What um, I heard Tarantino has like a film plan. Like uh, what is it? So, yeah, it's the ten yeah. the ten film plan, and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was number nine. So allegedly, his next film will be his last. That'd be dead. Yeah, didn't he say it was gonna be like Halloween or something, like a remake? I don't know. I don't know anything about it, but I may have just made that up. As it stands, his <laughs> next source. movie is supposed to be his last one. That's sad because all of his yeah, movies are really good, in my opinion, that I've watched. Oh yeah, yeah. I always have interest in watching the rest that I haven't seen just because of him. Cause his movies are always so out there, you know? Yeah. yeah what right. number are we at? You know, are we at seven. That no, Six. no way. Uh, <laughs> ahead. Six. One, two. I think we're at, I five. think that's my sixth. Yeah. That's your uh, six. That think. was your sixth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this will be my sixth. Um, I'm going to pick, um, a Wes Anderson film called The Grand Budapest Hotel. 
Oh, dude, that is a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Wes Anderson is, like, with Tarantino, two of the most stylized directors, like, you'll ever see. He yeah. does, like, such a great job. Um, and his movies are so funny. Like, he's, he's hilarious with his films. It's just, just like... I don't know, he just does such a good job. Um, and so, like, yeah, I don't know what to say about this. He's just, like, there's no one like Wes Anderson in the, the film industry. His are just so unique. You can you can tell you're watching one without even knowing. Like, like the movie will start, you'll be like, oh, it's a Wes Anderson movie. Like, if someone, like, brings you in a dark room and you've ever seen a Wes Anderson movie. Um, yeah, just based on, like, the shot and, like, the Yeah, the shot, the colors. Yeah, yeah you just know like, it's his movie, yeah. If you, if you see Owen Wilson or Bill Murray... Um, so wow. yeah, yeah. So I I'm big big fan of Wes Anderson and uh, Grand Budapest Hotel is probably his best movie. Uh, I've seen I think all but two of his. Um, What's it about? I can tell. Like Grand Budapest Hotel. It's about a ho- the guy has a hotel, the Grand Budapest. No. Uh, I don't really, I can't. I don't know if I what I can tell you about it. Like one, I haven't seen it in a bit, and two, Wes Anderson movies are just very strange. Um, but yeah, I mean it has. Ralph Lines in it. I think Ralph Lines is. I mean, you know, Voldemort is. This is part. This is like his backstory, almost in this movie. Yeah. Um, This is Voldemort's backstory. This is where Voldemort came from. Wow. Yeah. uh, So that's that's all. That's all I have to say about this movie. It's a it's a fun one, a funny one. Um, and then that's yeah, that's what I would take there. Well, glad you said Voldemort because I'm going to pick uh, Voldemort's backstory, the brand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, no, I'm going to go for. Uh... Oh, this is kind of tough. I have what three left? Um. Yes, as it stands. Uh, I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for this is the end. Ooh, classic movie. I love this movie, but when I looked up its like review, it's mixed, <laughs> like pretty heavily. Yeah, definitely, definitely yeah. mixed. I think mixed reviews. I think uh, I I think I just learned that I love Columbia Pictures movies because they mostly all have like Seth Rogen, James Franco in it, and I love those two <laughs> yeah. as a combo. Uh, this movie was like over the top for me, I think, because like when I uh, first watched it, I was like, "Oh my god, they have so many celebrities in this movie!" And like all the celebrities in this movie were like my favorites, like Craig Robinson. I loved him as Daryl in The Office. I love Jonah Hill. I love how Jonah Hill in this movie is like some smug prick that everyone just hates. They're like you, you become yeah. fake when you got here, Jonah. And then like Rihanna and uh, that scene with her and uh, Jesse Eis. No, not Jesse Eisenberg. Um, George Michael Bluth. Can't remember his name off the top of my head. Oh, oh Michael Sarah. Yeah, Michael Sarah. That was classic. Yeah. I love oh, Danny the, si- McBride. the sip time scene. <laughs> yeah. Sip time. <laughs> Dip time. Woo! And he just smacks her on the butt, and just gets like punched in the face. <laughs> oh, dude, I think I think Danny McBride made that movie for me. Like I, I honestly would have picked that movie because of Danny McBride. Danny McBride stole the show in this movie. And, and at the end when he becomes like the junk lord with da- Channing Tatum. <laughs> with Jenny Tatum on the leash. <laughs> You're just like, what is happening right now? Like, the movie for the first half is, like, kind of, like, what you would expect. And then it just, like, they turn the notch up to, like, 11 in the last hour. And it becomes, like, yeah. this whole hellacious overworld <laughs> just because of the world ending. And there's a demonic... Yeah, the devil. The, 
the devil when he's like walking like <laughs> stepping on buildings and shit but you can see he's like giant fucking penis just dangling around <laughs> it's like a knocking buildings ball. over and shit yeah I loved my one of my favorite scenes was actually from the trailer too and I usually when I see something from the trailer I'm like pretty disappointed when I see it in the movie because I already know what's happening but I love the uh, Emma Watson part from the trailer where she comes in through the door and they're just like talking and they're like oh dude like oh we have a girl here you know like that's Hermione I loved Harry Potter and then they're like oh dude but you know like Danny McBride of course has to be like you know we're all guys and she's a girl and uh, we might have to repopulate the earth <laughs> <laughs> she's like from a distance she's like I'm not having sex with anything he just grabs the axe <laughs> oh god and then Danny McBride in the post I don't know why they have a post confession camp but they do and Danny McBride's just like Hermione stole all of our shit <laughs> that was a classic Dude, his, his entrance scene is one of my favorite entrance scenes boys any movie. <laughs> I made you breakfast <laughs> he's making the food and he pees on the toilet seat oh dude so good yeah, I love that movie. All right, Aaron, what do yeah. you got? Um, is this my seventh? Yep. There's my eighth. Seventh. All right, good. Um, I think, yeah, that, that just reminded me actually of a probably one of my favorite like comedies, especially like James Franco and Seth Rogen. I'm gonna go with Pineapple Express. Uh, oh boy, I do love that. Um, one. Kind of, honestly, it's kind of the same movie as this again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but it's got it's got David McBride again. I love his character in that movie. It's got uh, it's got Seth Rogen, James Franco, Craig Robinson as the uh, when they're like locked in that cell, oh, yeah. the uh, the bodyguard. <laughs> Dude, that's honestly one of my favorite scenes um, <laughs> in that movie. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Final Fantasy Express. I just realized that those four are usually in the same movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're kind of tied together. I wonder what that Columbia Pictures deal is. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Ryan? Um, I'm gonna go with an animated movie called Red Line. Um, if it's, I think it's like number three on the all-time most expensive animated movies, and like the animation is obviously just amazing because of that. Um, it's about this guy, Sweet JP, who is a racer in um like this intergalactic racing circuit called uh, I, I don't know what it's called, but the final race is called the Red Line. Um, and he drives like, oh my God, what's the name of this car? Like everyone has these like crazy souped up cars with like guns and shit. Uh, and his is just like, um, what does he drive? I don't know. He just drives like a, a muscle car and it's crazy. And it is this giant pompadour. Um, and he sold me. <laughs> yeah and so basically like the movie's like it's like a race where like you can like kill the other guys or like you're not supposed to but you can have weapons and stuff and then he's like no no guns and then uh the race is just insane um there's also like a like an alien invasion happening during the race so they're like racing each other and then also trying to not die to all like the space police um so it's just like it's crazy and then the ending's awesome the movie's like super fun and super crazy all over the place so I'm a big fan of it, uh, and that would be my pick is Red Line. Nice. Red Line. <laughs> Ka-chow. Lightning McQueen. <laughs> totally what we're talking about, right? Yeah, sorry. I meant yeah. car, Cars 2. <laughs> I meant Cars 3 <laughs> World Tour. <laughs> Mater steals the scene at the end. That's all I'm saying. Who plays Who plays Mater? 
Isn't it Larry the Cable Guy? Oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> Is it? I don't know. I think you're right, dude. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm kind of right too. Um, yeah. All right. So I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with the Revenant. Revenant for uh, my pick. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's really long. <laughs> That's my uh, first intro. This is what won Leonardo his uh, prestigious award. Uh, it was really good. I mean, it's entertaining. Has like that on the edge through the whole movie. You're like, oh man, Leo's gonna die. Thank God. <laughs> Hate that guy. So uncharismatic. He talks a lot in the movie, so that was a real uh, <laughs> that was a real deserving award. Uh, bear scene? Question mark? <laughs> Anyone? Favorite scene. It's like the only scene people ever talk about with this movie. They're yeah. like, oh, dude, the bear scene. <laughs> and you're just like, ah, yes. The way that he... Uh, uh, I, mean, I, was, I was a big fan of this movie. I mean, big Tom Hardy fan, too. I love this character. <clears throat> it's just like, I don't know, those outdoors survival-type movies like against the elements. You're like, oh, this is kind of badass. You're like, I could totally not do this. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would suck in this environment. And then Leo pulls it out of his ass and delivers a... Uh, an award-winning performance without saying less, like more than a hundred words. <laughs> Good job, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aram, what do you got for your last pick? Damn, this is a tough one. I have some honorable mentions, but uh, I think I'm gonna go with Midnight in Paris. Kind of a, kind of a random pick, I'd say, from like the <clears throat> movies I was picking before. Robin but... Williams, Boston theme. <laughs> Dude, actually, that's exactly what this movie is. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Robert Williams. It's Owen Wilson. It's Owen Wilson. Uh, he kind of he like he finds this like weird like cab in Paris when he's on like a vacation or something. It turns his, out like, he's in cash yeah, cab. Fiance, dude, yeah. Um, and like when he gets out of the cab, he's he's in like a different um, era of like history that he. Uh, really likes so he goes back into like the um like imp- impressionist era or like different eras before that and you kind of learn that like the message he realizes in the end the message of the story is that like you always think that the the golden your golden era is like the generation before you or the generation before that but you're always going to be like living in the past and it's a very nostalgic movie um it's kind of happy but it's also kind of sad i'm gonna go with midnight in paris that gives me uh this is uh, going to segue into my pick, uh, Night at the Museum. Oh, nice. okay. Well, it's not your pitch, it's mine! <laughs> and my pick is going to be the third movie in the Lord of the Rings installment called Return of the King. It is one of three movies to ever win 11 Oscars. Uh, it's joined by Titanic and like the 1956 Ben-Hur production. But uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King is an excellent movie. I think my favorite in the series is number two, Two Towers. But the third one just has like one of the best moments in cinema. No man can kill me. I'm no man. Um, and that that's just like a like. I remember when I first saw it. I was like, oh, that's crazy. And then um, that movie overall, like with the uh, the riders coming over the hill uh, to save the day, is just like so magnificent. And the uh, Gimli throw me is uh you know iconic. So just love the Lord of the Rings series. And if I could pick one, that's the one I'd go with. So an excellent film. You loved it enough to pick it last. <laughs> it's almost like you knew neither of us were going to pick it because I don't think we've seen it. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> Wait, Rom, have I mean, you seen it? 
I've seen I've seen all three of them. I, honestly, I would pick Fellowship if I were to pick one because I just I really like Boromir because he's Sean Bean. Pretty much Ned Stark's backstory. Um, <laughs> I like how yeah, everything just much. ties into Soad's backstory here. <laughs> yeah, Bor- Boromir. Boromir's, I, I like Boromir, but like for just straight up just craziness. Also, just like the fact that all the Lord of the Rings movies, like there's barely any like computer generated images. It's like they had they legitimately have like ten thousand extras for that movie. It's insane. Yeah. Same. Love Vigo. Love Vigo though. And then uh, basically uh, the backstory for Wilbur. <laughs> or Wilfred. Yeah. Wilfred, yeah. I liked that oh, yeah, show. True. That show was and weird. It's actually, it's like, it's like, Loki was really, really good. It's so, it's like first season's like, this isn't my pick, but <laughs> this is a, like first season's like all comedy and then they like, you're like, you know what? Let's just make this super yeah. serious for the second half, for the second like season and just make it yeah. an absolute mindfuck for the rest. Yeah. Like dog heaven, dog God. <laughs> so weird. So good though, man. Lord of the Rings was yeah. a good prequel. True. <laughs> I uh, for my last pick, uh, I love this movie. I think it's so. I've watched it like four times probably in the past year, which I never rewatch movies. But I love forgetting Sarah Marshall. I think this movie is so yeah. funny. Uh, Jason Siegel is so good in this movie. Mila Kunis is uh, a decent looking lady, if I had to say so myself. <laughs> and having to decide between her and uh, it's cr- not Christina Applegate. It's uh... Mia Kunis. No, the the uh, who Sarah, like who plays Sarah Marshall? Oh, Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Um, let's see. She's the one in um, the Good Place. I forget what her name is though. Yeah, what the hell is her name, dude? You know, we're really good at coming up with names, but I'm always the one who has to ask. <laughs> well, I just looked it up. It's Christ- it's Kristen Bell. Just Kristen so, like, Bell. We, yeah. yeah, she's really good. And um, obviously, the star of the show. Actually, the you know the people are going to say the star of the show is uh, not Jason Siegel. It's um, Russell Brand. Russell Brand. But I think it's Jonah Hill. I think Jonah Hill is so good in this movie as like the waiter. Underrated role. Underrated role. Jonah Hill. He just like he, he's obsessed with um, Russell Brand's character. And he just keeps on trying to give him his mixtape. And Russell Brand's like, oh, yeah, 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 sure. And he's just like, all right, I guess I'll do He's like, oh, man, did you listen to my uh, my album? And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's going to, but uh, no. And he said, Jonah Hill mutters under his breath, oh, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> and he's just like, what? And it's like, oh, nothing. And uh, Paul Rudd's really good in this movie, too, being the uh, surf instructor. I think a lot of the, the best roles were the side characters more than, like, but Jason oh, Segel's Jason Siegel's really good in this movie too. Paul Rudd is so funny. Hey man, yeah, dude, Paul Rudd. Can you help me out? I'm losing a lot of blood. <laughs> Sounds like you're from London. As <laughs> 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 Russell Brand's just like bleeding out. All right, yeah, that's uh, that's why I picked for Gang Sarah Marshall. I think it's just really funny, and it's like a movie you can kind of just like drift in and out of. I um. Yeah. All right, Ron. What were your uh, honorable mentions? Well, you actually just reminded me um, about role models when you said Paul Rudd. Role models, <laughs> dude. Role models is, is is such a funny movie. I think um, yeah, Paul Rudd, Sean William Scott. I think they have such good chemistry, and it's it's also just such a weird movie. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. But like, I think the one that I was thinking about before was uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, okay. with uh... a really good movie. It's just like that's. I don't know if that's a movie I could like watch a lot though. Yeah, it's it's kind of heavy. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> but but I yeah, it's like what well, it? it's about this guy who gets who gets AIDS. Ah. Um, and he's like very like. And this uh, is this is when this is when AIDS was heavily associated with like it's like grid gay related immune deficiency. That was the yeah. original like you know unofficial name for it. Like that's what people call it. They associated you with like being gay if you had it. And so, like, that was a huge part of the movie. But then he, you know, he meets a lot of, like, people in the gay community and realizes, wow, these are just human beings. And, like, it's really, it's like, there's heartwarming scenes and stuff. And, like, really, like, it's, like, a hopeful story. But it's also, like, you get to see a lot of the history with it. Yeah, and it, Matthew McConaughey, I mean, it's kind of, like, he, so he won Best Actor for this movie. I think, rightfully so, he was, like, phenomenal in this movie. Um, yeah. And, like, at first, like, he's just, like, extremely homophobic and, like, racist and... Just like the classic kind of stereotypical like asshole. Um, but then he, like he gets AIDS and like he meet, like Ryan said he meets all those people. His, his character arc is great. He like befriends this like transgender uh, person and I don't know. It, it's yeah, it's very heartwarming and I think it's kind of sad too because well I mean it's definitely sad but you, you learn a lot about like the FDA and like how how shitty they can be. Um, there's there's a lot going on in this movie. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Ryan, what are your honorable mentions? Um, it would be like Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. That's or the Half Blood Prince. Those are like my favorite movies from those series. Uh, most like Goblet of Fire, is super fun, and then the ending is crazy. Um, She's back, and then Half Blood, Half Blood Prince is probably just like the best one. Like Snape is just the best character. Um, besides yes. Hagrid and Ron Weasley, I love Ron Weasley. He's my favorite. Um, yeah. What else are they? Oh, Moana. I actually love Moana. Uh, Dwayne Johnson as Maui is, is dope. And then like a lot of just like really good like music. And I remember when Miranda did the music, so it was really good. Um, and just like a really good story. Uh, what else would I think? It'd be the, the 1970s animated Disney Robin Hood was my oh, first yes, ever. Dude. That was like my, my childhood movie. Like, you know, everyone had that movie when they were a kid where they would just watch it like all day, every day. Yes. And that, that was the one for me. Like I would tell my dad we had it on VHS. I tell my dad to always put it on, like keep putting it on, like watching it on repeat. So that that movie is just like a classic for me personally. Um, yeah. As for anything else, um, that that's I mean that's probably that's all I can like think of right now. I'm sure there's a bunch of other movies that like I would also really like, but yeah, those are the ones that like stick out for like that were also on my mind for this. I had uh, four movies that I had on this list that I didn't pick. Um, one of which was Black Klansman. I really liked this movie, the Spike Lee movie about the uh, the African-American who infiltrated the KKK. It was really good. Spike Lee, I like movies that combine like humor with like like a biopic, but keeping it serious. It was really good. Um, uh, well, who, who is the guy? Um, the guy who plays, um, yeah, this is classic me, me not knowing the names off the top of my head. Uh, Dr- Dr- Driver, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Adam Driver is really good in this movie. Uh, yeah. and that's why I think it has a lot of rewatchability. I think I've watched it like three times. Um, another movie I was going to pick was uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, that movie is just like, it's dumb, but it's fun. Yeah, it'd be something I could just like watch just for laughs. <laughs> that's really yeah. it. I'm not going like, man, Leo got robbed for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jonah Hill's also in this. I'm sorry to learn that Jonah Hill's one of my favorite actors, I guess. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> I, I bet your favorite scene was the one at the party when he like pulls his dick out and starts like jerking off at like that woman. Oh yeah, that, that's my favorite scene in that movie. Super weird, Jonah Hill, <laughs> underrated role. 
His teeth in that role were just amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Big chompers. His teeth. Another one I was going to pick was uh, 40 Year Old Virgin, Steve Carell's uh, movie debut. That movie's really good. It's a really good cast. It's uh, him. Um, Jane Lynch is in it, which is something I didn't remember. And um, yeah, she's great in that movie. I think Paul Rudd's in this one too, which is another good Paul oh, Rudd yeah. movie. And it's actually that Seth movie's Rogen actually too. Seth Rogen's debut too. Oh, really? On the in a yeah. movie? Yeah, he yeah, was really movies, good yeah. in that too. I think yeah. Steve Carell just steals the show, and I love Steve Carell. And like everything yeah. that you read about it is nuts. Like how he actually got his chest waxed in real life for that scene <laughs> is just absolutely yeah. insane. <laughs> And um, I yeah, so I picked that, and then my last one I was gonna pick was uh, The Martian. I really like that movie a lot. I never read the book, but it honestly was one of those ones that made me leave, being like, maybe I would like the book. I felt like Matt Damon was really good in that movie. He had no one else to bounce off of in that movie, and he was just playing a guy trapped on Mars by himself. And yeah. well, it was literally him talking to the camera for a majority of the film, and I thought it was pretty interesting the entire time. So, yeah, that's a good one for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I, I liked that. And uh yeah, that was it. Uh is there anything you guys are watching right now that you want to plug to like recommend people um, to watch? Or... I just I just rewatched I just rewatched uh Rango, the animated movie about the uh lizard, the chameleon, Johnny Depp voices. Yeah. Uh it's like the old western town with all the people. It was like that movie is like I remember it being so good and it totally holds up. I just rewatched it, it was awesome. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Reminded me to Pirates of the Caribbean, great, great oh, series. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a, yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, the At World, or, At World's End. third one, right? That's the third one. Curse of the Black Pearl? No, Black Pearl, yeah. Dead Man's Chest. Dead Chest. Yeah, the, 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 the first three are just, like, really, really good. Yeah. Um, I don't know which one I would pick from it, probably one or three, but, like, yeah, those are those are some some good movies, and the, some, yeah. that would also be a, that would be my honorable mentions. I would even potentially pick like At World's End over one of the ones I picked. So yeah. What about you, around? Yeah, sir. Of of those movies. No, like probably. You, honestly, um, I was yeah. You can say that though. I pick At World's End because it's got Keith Richards in it. I think his role in that movie is pretty cool. That scene where he um, he's playing guitar and he's talking to. Um, what was the guy named? What is his name? Shit. <laughs> Welcome to my uh, world. Yeah. Well, I know I know Johnny Depp's name, but his Captain Jack Sparrow. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. That that was a that was a pretty cool scene. Um, Anything you're watching right yeah. now you want to plug? No, not not any movies or shows. Except for I actually did just watch The Joker for the first time, and I think oh, I think I'm gonna have to. I, I think I think he was the best Joker. Walking Phoenix. It, it was just so like intense and so it, real. It's, it's different for like so yeah. you don't you don't get a lot of like crazy Joker schemes and stuff from this new movie, obviously because it's an origin yeah. story. So like Heath Ledger has him in that regard. Like the pencil scene's iconic, but like in just like the performance, obviously, was just awesome. Like I don't yeah. know. I feel like if we got Joker as being a, a villain to a, to a Batman, uh, Walking Phoenix, then maybe then we could actually like compare who's better. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I'm just gonna replug Brooklyn Nine Nine because <laughs> I'm still watching oh, it. Excellent show. Yeah, yeah. They just did the uh, they just did the newest Halloween heist, the Easter heist. 
oh, uh, okay. episode just came out and I watched it. It was awesome. I um, it's still good somehow. I uh, you know, I said last week that Terry Crews was the worst character. <laughs> no, and, dude, no way. And the further Crews I'm watching it, he's making me laugh more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah but he's he's a great character. Yeah. I just thought no, he was no, very uh, vanilla compared to the rest I only, of the characters. I only I don't even like okay, I don't really dislike anyone. Hitchcock is just like so like Scully even Scully's fun funny sometimes, but Hitchcock's like kind of like just this is gross. That's just, <laughs> I get it. Uh but like now that that show is like so very, very like so very good. I'm like astounded at how good it is still. Like I don't feel a drop. Oh yeah. It it yeah. it's, it stays dry. Like I remember watching it last semester. That shit was hilarious the whole way through. I just find yeah. Holt to be the funniest character from how bland Captain he Holt, is. Captain Holt is the best character, and like, oh yes. my god, I love him so much. Like I just watched this episode where um, Captain Holt and um, the that uh forensics guy with the the what the flies comes in and holds like fanboying over him the entire time oh yeah oh my god the the flies that can smell blood yeah then he's like rosa comes in be like they can't smell blood then he's like you wouldn't get it because you're a simpleton rosa you're fired <laughs> she's just yeah. like what? oh my god so funny <laughs> oh he's so good yeah. all right well uh thanks for coming on again boys and uh next week we'll do uh video games looking forward Absolutely. to it Thank you. Yeah. Whoever gets Skyrim wins. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm yeah, Brian, I, I know you're taking Jedi Fallen Order. I know it. Uh, maybe, but it would probably probably be later. But that's okay. for that's for the next episode. Corey, thank you again for. It's always <laughs> yeah. a great time. A Rob, shut up. <laughs> it is. FIFA 19, FIFA 20, FIFA 18. <laughs> uh, for my picks, I'm just going to keep it plain and simple. I'm going from 2K10 to 2K18. All right, thank you for coming. Oh, money. <laughs> you know, can't go wrong, dude. Uh, I'm picking Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Master Chief Collection, uh, Reach, <laughs> ODST, and Halo Wars for Spice. Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Black Ops 3. <laughs> 2, 1, yeah. uh, Call of Duty 1, 2, 3, 4. <laughs> I would take just zombies. Oh, yes. All right. That's, All right. For, that's, that's, that's for next week. This is right, a great teaser. Stop. Stop. <laughs> guys, but seriously, yeah, uh, Webkins. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's just talk about Webkins for a minute. All right. Uh, thanks for coming on, Yo. guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. I love you. I love you too, man. Thanks again to uh, Aram and Ryan for coming on. And uh, I hope you all are doing safe and well. And I'm not sure if that last sentence was grammatically correct. I'm going to have to probably lean towards no. But, um, you know, good to have you guys on. And uh, I'll see you next week. So thank you for listening and like and subscribe and keep an eye on my Instagram to uh, vote for what you want next. All right. Bye.